Hey, sh- Sheriff, what you gonna do? Chase him all the way to which mountain or what? This is becoming an issue. Like, if I you could go... You have latched onto it. I know, if you could go as him for Halloween. Yes, I, I totally would. <laughs> I know. I so want to go this as him for Halloween. This become so obsessed. I mean, well, that's a pretty obscure... <laughs> that would be a point zero 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 one percent of 1% reference that would actually get that, but maybe I can bring it back and make it happen, because I think I could kill at that part. Hello, everyone. No. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. You get to do it in the voice. Then available via podcast all over the internet, where podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, all right, I will explain that here in just a second. I do want to say thank you, though, seriously, for everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. That is a great way to support Fun Employment Radio. May I tell you, I was very excited when I went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on that Amazon link to get that shirt for my dad, which I thought was hilarious and dumb with the Game of Thrones pun. Still talking about it. I am. He was not as excited about it as I thought he would be. <laughs> I had to explain it to him. I'm like, uh, tell us what this shirt was. It was so my dad loves smoking cigars, and it was uh, that quote from Tyrion from uh, Game of Thrones. It's like uh, that's what I do. I drink and I know things. That's Tyrion's quote. I drink wine and I know things. Yes, yeah. or something like something that. like that. Um, but instead, I got one in the Game of Thrones font that said, "Like that's what I do. I smoke cigars and I know things." <laughs> I thought that I was knocking it out of the park. And he was just kind of like, oh, what does that mean? I'm like, you said you like Game of Thrones. He's like, oh, is that what the one like the little guy said? I'm like, father. <laughs> I Very mean, bummed. it is a bit of a, I. Everybody knows. If you know Game of Thrones, you know that quote. Yeah. I don't know. So well, anyway. I'm, so- I'm sorry. Did he, did he end up wearing it? Uh, he, he he tried it on, <laughs> took it back <laughs> off, and then it disappeared into the pile. <laughs> well, that's a thought that counts. Anyway, if you want to um, buy a strange T-shirt, go to funemploymentradio.com. You're really excited about that somebody in your family will not love. Yeah. Go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that Amazon link. Or you can go to funemploymentradio.com and buy a shirt that somebody will love, and that's a Fun Employment Radio yes, shirt. Yes, like Marty. Hi, Marty. It's in the mail. Marty in Iowa. Okay. Oh, Marty in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Yes, Marty in Iowa. Yeah, Your uh, shirt so is his, in the mail. Wa- his lovely wife wrote to me, and I was telling her how I had like, kind of dropped the ball a little bit. And she was just like, no worries. Thanks for the update. I'm hoping to hear, about, uh, to hear Marty's shout out more than anything. He's a great dad that works really hard, especially during the holiday season. Oh, that's awesome. So, Marty, from us and Hillary, you're killing it, bro. We love you. Happy, wait, no. Is it, it's not, it's it's not like his happy, birthday, is it? Happy New Year's Eve. Happy Marty Day. Happy Marty Day. Uh, thank you, Marty. All right. Anyway, uh, to, to reference, we're going to talk about 2019 and, and 2020 and everything since this is New Year's Eve when this show is being recorded, 12, 31, 2019. But just to reference what I was talking about at the beginning Jesus. of the show, this has to do with bringing up Escape to Witch Mountain yesterday, which Sarah brought it up that she watched it with her mom. Which I'd never seen it before. I've never seen any, which I guess is a whole like series. I've it's never a whole seen thing. Any of the Witch Mountain <laughs> And I loved it when I was a kid and we've seen a lot of comments on our Facebook page and emails from people who also watched it but I I went and watched it again yesterday because I was like oh yeah I love that movie and I have become obsessed with one random character in this thing and this (laughs) happens I know who you're talking about too because he kind of stood out to me all right Sorry, continue. So it's it's this extra who's – well, he's a featured extra. He's got a couple of lines in it. He but, sure does, But a little bit of a spoiler. Like they form basically the – A task force. Yeah, so the, so the two kids who are secretly aliens with weird psychic oh, so, powers. So we're talking they, about Escape to Witch Mountain again today. Well, just – I'm explaining that really quick to explain the scene because I'm going to play it. So they, they go to this tiny little town and then – 
uh, you know, they show their powers, and then the townsfolk are all riled up, and the sheriff's gathering people together, and then there's this one guy from, like, the crowd of, like, you know, they basically have pitchforks, except they have shotguns instead. They're like, oh, we gotta get these kids! Oh, man, they're witches! What are we gonna do? You know, they got the whole... Uh, the witch hunt, actually, that's literally what it is going on. And then the sheriff's stirring people up, and then this one guy from the crowd starts Our talking. Witches. So here's the sheriff. And they're from Witch Mountain. Yeah. I want every available townsman to arm themselves, and we'll divvy up into hunting groups. Hey, sheriff, what you going to do, chase them all the way to Witch Mountain or what? <laughs> <laughs> it's that guy. So if you know Greg at all, you know that he latches onto things, and for about a solid... I'd say two to three weeks. It is all he can talk about and all he can say, and it becomes his tick. Like, the last time this happened, it was for um, Uncle Baby Billy. Yeah, I wore my clogging shoes. I wore my clogging shoes. I can't even type from uh, The Righteous Gemstones, the yeah. show that was on HBO. I do. I latch on to quotes. You absolutely do. And I cannot tell you how many hundreds, if not thousands of times, I heard him say, I wore my clogging shoes. I wore my clogging shoes. And it comes out, like, from no reason. Yeah. Like, it does nothing, become a tick. There's no conversation that's happening. There's nothing that brings it up. No. He just kind of blurts it and then laughs to himself. He's like, <laughs> I wore my clogging shoes. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's I, I mean, I want to dispute that, but that's fairly accurate. So this has is definitely. Hey, Sheriff, good. what you want to do? Chase him all the way? Which mountain or what? <laughs> And the thing is, it's this guy, he's dressed, you know, because this was filmed in, like, the early 70s. So he's got this brown, like, kind of bomber leather jacket thing on and the brilliant feathered hair. No, he, like, has, he has perfect Michael Landon hair. Yeah, it's Michael Landon hair, even featherier than Michael Landon hair. If that's possible. I mean, if it's possible, he has it. And I could rock some Michael Landon hair if, I, if, I, if it were fashionably mm. acceptable. Oh, yes, I could. You know I could. I could tease that out and have some Michael Landon hair. Sarah, are you disputing this? I kind of Are am. you challenging me on whether know. I could you have keep, Michael like, Landon here? You keep cutting it so short. I'm wondering if there's a reason Well, I'd have for to it. grow it out, yeah. And I do have to get it cut a little bit today. But if I wanted to, I'm saying I could if I wanted to. I could have incredible Michael Landon here. I mean, I could even do a little bit of Patrick Swayze hair. That mm. one's a little bit different. My hair's a little wow, too curly for that. Somebody's getting a little big for his britches over there. But Michael Landon hair, yes. Yes, Michael I could. Michael Landon hair is very hard to achieve. Oh, it is not for me. I could do it. I am telling you, I could do Michael Landon hair. Like, right, I, I'm looking I didn't at this realize right this now. would be such a dispute. I figured that you would just understand that. No, um, Michael Landon, that quaff was like quite. Yeah, well, it takes some work. You got to tease it up, you got to, you know, nourish it. Nourish your Michael Landon hair, but yes, I definitely could. Like, circle little house of the prairie. That has to be the name of a band, Michael Landon hair. No, that remember I've actually talked about this before. My uh, my brother and his friend in college wrote a song called "He's Got Michael Landon Hair." (laughs) It's the whole thing. But uh, Uh, my picture I posted was better than yours. Okay, well, either way, either way, this was in the live chat. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? I can nail that. I could nail Michael Landon hair. Anyway, whatever. When we start doing bingo in the spring again. I think that needs to be a thing where you need to show off your Michael Landon hair. My Michael Landon. All right. All right. Like, I, it needs to be seen to be believed. I don't Plus, with the whole, like, well, I guess that was Little House on the Prairie, because I was like, Little Women, but that's a different thing. That is definitely that a different thing. That is definitely thing. a different thing. Yeah. Did you watch Little House on the Prairie? Yes. Oh, yeah. Little House on the Prairie was family mm-hmm. watching. Yeah, we all watched that. Nellie scared me. Um, Nellie was super scary. Yeah, Nellie was very scary. Yeah. Because she reminded me of a girl at school who bullied me. So I was like, okay, yep. Nelly is Sabrina. But anyway, that's a whole different uh, ball game to walk down. Psychic uh, thing there. Psych, what, what am I saying? What's going on? Hey, Sheriff, what you going to do? Chase the ball away to which mountain or what? Yeah. 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 
and he's supported too. He's blurting out weird shit. And he oh no! Like, he's yeah! got he's got a couple of lines later on in the movie too. Did where someone he, actually cut that out, or do you keep rewinding it back to? The I part? keep rewinding it back to the part. No one else has probably ever become obsessed with that one single part of this one random obscure movie than me. I mean, it's just sorry. Now that I'm noticing, I mean, like people's comments, and we've been getting emails and stuff, like. I didn't realize how like not obscure it actually was for people our age from their yeah. childhood. Because mm-hmm. I'd never seen it. I'd never even heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's I mean, at the time I didn't really know it was quite as popular either. But yeah, it was uh <laughs> it was apparently apparently quite a thing. But now this guy, wherever he is, he is So what's another one that you've latched onto? So there's like I wore my clogging I wore my clogging shoes. shoes. Um let's see what Madame Ruby sees. I still say oh. that one quite a bit. Like, tell me about Let's your big see. butt, Simone. Yeah, tell me about your big butt. Everybody I know has a big that. butt. You used to say that a lot. Yeah, everybody I know has a big butt. Let's talk about your big butt, Simone. That's a weird thing to say to people. Is there something you'd like to share with the rest of us, Amazing Mary? I guess there's a lot of Pee Wee's Big Adventure that I latch on to. That's true. Yes. I don't make monkeys. I just train them. So, yeah, there's there's a, there's a different different things that I certainly latch on to. Um, okay, looking in the live chat for the members of the Supporters Club. This is it. Then we'll stop talking about fuzzy-haired guy from... Escape to Witch Mountain, but uh, Courtney posted. Did you ever find his name? I never looked. Was he like, like ruin the magic extra number three? Probably. Did you ever see if he was in anything else? No, I don't need to. Look him up. I don't even know who you are anymore. Because he already achieved perfection with one line, and he has nothing else to prove. Hey, sheriff, what you gonna do? Chase him all the way to Witch Mountain, or what? I mean, that's that's it. He stole the entire movie. He stole the movie. With that one line right with the there. One, like, so everything else is just garbage. I mean, no, it's not garbage. It's great. But, I mean, and then he does show up later on in the movie, too. You know but... what was very confusing about that movie, too? <laughs> this and is I'm sorry. enough about Escape to Witch Mountain, Okay, too. it's fine. But just really quick about Escape to Witch Mountain. During this scene, like, after this guy, did you notice that there was, like, a really, like, hoity-toity, like, fancy lad? Like, um, like they're all, like, toting their guns and, you know, wearing their leather jacket and stuff. But they jump into the back of, like, this super feminine, <laughs> like, convertible. Yeah, they do. And they're always like, let's get them. But then they all jump in like this it's light Like a very colored, nice, like, 50s very convertible. Very well taken care of. Um, like, very pristinely, like. It doesn't uh, make sense for a bunch of hillbillies jumping like in the one back of, of pickup like, trucks. in a Bronco, and the other one's in a pickup truck. And this, these other four guys, like, two of them are sitting perched in the back <laughs> of this convertible. Of this, like, very nice. Like Chevy convertible or something. Yes. It was, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's probably just somebody who's on the production like, staff. Like, we're short a car. Yeah, <laughs> it, that could be it. Or it's somebody's personal car. Yeah, they're, they're like, all right, just put it in. Bob, you get your car in the in the movie. <laughs> all right, but anyway, that's that's where we're at. <sighs> um, it is, uh, it's incredible. Anyway. Thank you for listening to our Escape to Witch Mountain podcast. This is a, That's about it. That's what we're changing. That's all we We're do. switching gears all for 2020. <laughs> for 2020, it's all Escape We'll to just Witch be Mountain analyzing every single extra from the movie. We'll last until about five episodes. All right. <laughs> um, starting about the, to, at the end of 2019, you know, and I want to say thank you to everybody who supported us this year. You know, we got to see our 10th anniversary this year of Fun Employment Radio, which is just crazy in its own right. Uh, we had our a giant Brewers Cup that happened. Yeah, that our was so an- awesome. Our 10th anniversary party, of which their 10-year anniversary party, There are there's a lot that's going to be coming from that early this year. We've got... Early next year, Greg. Not if you're in Australia. All right, early... Anyway, early 2020. Oh, We've got sure? videos. Got we've got um, more audio. There's a lot that's going to be coming out from that. So we're very excited. And again, a huge thank you to our buddy Daryl and everybody who was involved in that. So there's a lot more coming from that that you're going to be getting. Um, we also had our audiobook. That just that just came out this year too, didn't it? 
Oh, wait, I'm going to have that wrong. I think it was last year. It was 2018? I don't know. Stop saying 2018, 2019. I hate it when you say it. It's 2019. Oh, no. You have to say it. I, I will okay, say I don't 2020. Want it. 2020. I will not say two, 2019. I don't like it. You don't like it? No. 2019? It just sounds like it's it's too rushed and trying to be too like, young and hip. I don't like it. Well, I guess you're just not young and hip anymore. Yeah, I'm today is December 31st, 2019. 2019. I will say 2020 when it's 2020. 2019. I'm not going to say 2020. I'll say 2020. I think what happened is I got shamed on YouTube for saying 2000 whatever year it was, like so much that I was like, all right, fine. It's 20 whatever. Yeah. I think maybe it's secretly going it. into me. And then I would say it the other way, though, just to like make this one commenter mad. And then he'd comment and he'd be mad about it. So I just slide it in there and then I'd switch him up just to see what he would do. Okay. That's All what right. I did. We got to I the showed that, that YouTube troll. You sure did. I showed him. I'm, sure, I'm so glad you did. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for approving of that. Anyway, a lot of stuff that happened uh, over this last year. And it yeah, is it was, the end of the decade as well. Which is so which crazy because we had our, as you were saying, we had our 10 year anniversary party this year. I last night had an anxiety dream that we hadn't done it yet. And that oh, nobody no. and nobody showed up. Oh, that's and the then like I of every event. No, and then like it was still that same sound guy, <laughs> and he was yelling and he wouldn't turn down the lights because oh, he's he just pissed off. And he was just mad and screaming at us. And then like I had forgotten half of our stuff, so I had to leave to go run back to grab our stuff because I had forgotten it. And when I came back, there were only like two people there. <laughs> no, I don't know why I'm still having anxiety dreams about that. Well, because there's a lot of anxiety that goes. It was into a lot of stress, but thankfully many people showed yes. up, and it was. a Huge success. It and, was awesome. Yeah, as Greg was saying, at the beginning of next year, we're going to have some pretty incredible stuff from that. Which Yeah. Yeah, it'll be rolling rolling out here um, probably after the f- first of the month. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. So I think the thing for me is, like, 2020 does seem like it's, like, the first actual, like, future date. Yeah, 2020 has I mean, a very future-sounding, like, just saying it. It, it the year sounds, 2020, 2020, I mean, that's the- The year 2000 was 20 years ago. That's, well, A, that's weird. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's really messed up. Because it does not ago. feel like it. I mean, I still remember sitting and having our party like it's 1999 in Corvallis, getting was ready for the year 2000. No, wait, no, never Seattle. mind. That was for 1999. Uh, 2000 was in downtown Portland. I was actually here in Portland for it. Oh. I went to the now defunct Cobalt Lounge. Where they had a, oh, they um, stole my credit card there. Oh, they did ago. a lot of terrible things. Yeah, there. I did not like that place. Um, yeah, one guy shot a toilet too that booked us for double booked me for a band. But anyway, I was there and it was like it was like a hundred dollars or something, which was a lot of money. I mean, even then, but it was all you could drink and eat. So I was like, all right, doing it, you know. And I had a had a my date at the time, and we went. <laughs> I had there, my date. My date. Bought her a ticket to all you can drink party at the Cobalt, <laughs> where this featured wow. guest was Hank the Angry Dwarf from the Howard Stern Show, <laughs> and he was the wow. guest of honor. Greg, yeah, and then Jesus Presley played. Jesus Presley is still awesome. I've, they're still playing. I don't even know, um, but uh, but yeah, it was <laughs> Hank the Angry Dwarf, and he was just ro- rolling around there, and he was pissed off. Mm-hmm. I tried to get a picture with him, but nope. I'm like, oh, all right. I mean, I just paid a lot of money, and you're like, flown here just to like well, he's do not that. Called, like, like, like that's all you're supposed Hank to do. Will take a picture with you. Just hang out and he's ang- I, oh, he's Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf. That's what his full name was. Okay, so he was yeah. angry and drunk, so he lived up to his. He was. He lived up to his name. He did. So R.I.P. R.I.P. But oh, is, uh, he, is he? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you don't. I don't want to say anything to me, but you don't live life that angry and that drunk. I mean, that's that's not gonna. Oh, wow. It's not going to last. Long. Actually, he passed away shortly after that. 
It wasn't too long after that party. But anyway, that's my story about year 2000. And then I walked from downtown because uh, there were no buses. That's an really amazing story. This, isn't it? Is that, should this go to best of? I think so. Should we just cut this out? No, I wasn't even in Seattle. I was in a suburb of Seattle with my friends from college at some weird party. It was like some weird like that rave party kind of thing. That seems right. Yeah, it was about right. And so, everyone's, I remember I wore a lot of silver makeup because it was supposed to be like futuristic. Oh, I still remember no. the outfit I wore. I was wearing, I wore a fuzzy like velvet zebra print top. This is old people remember when. Old people, Pepperidge Farm. I remember. And um, yeah, well, we just talked about Escape to Witch Mountain. That was your childhood. This is me 20 years ago. Yeah, I had a zebra print top and I wore all silver makeup because it's just like the future's now, man. Oh, that's so Y2K. Crazy. Y2K was a big concern. Oh, yeah. And I remember counting down, and then, like, you're waiting for all the power and everything to go out, and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And my parents, no, we're supposed to go back to the Stone My age. parents had so much water. They bought so many, oh, yeah. like, gallons of water. Stored up just, to, oh, just yeah. for the, what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. All the computers are going to shut down. The world's going to end. Everything's going to revert We're back going back to, to the Stone Age. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yep. That was a legitimate concern. That was that was a weird time. Yeah, I think it's more of a concern now with like a cyber attack. That would be more likely than what happened then. But and anyway, that's how an old person talks. By yep. the way, <laughs> with a cyber attack. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Looking back at that, and I know you you grabbed something. I did. Yeah. So, so I had taking a look at that. It is. So now I was thinking about. So yeah, twenty twenty does seem like very futuristicy. Oh my god! And twenty twenty is the year that I turn forty. Yep. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I like good, good solid numbers. Like for some reason, I'm turning forty in 2020 makes me happy because then 20 plus 20 equals 40. I love good numbers. Okay. Okay. All right. So I found this website. It actually made me laugh because I was trying to find. Since it is the last show of the year, I do try to find things that are like a little like, oh, let's look back on the year and see right. all the good things. So though, those are kind of difficult to find sometimes. So I wanted to find something that would be funny, and I stumbled upon this, which is kind of great. And it's this list that someone put together about all these people who have made predictions in the past, like psychics and people who have um, predicted what would life be like for everyone by the year 2020. Oh, yeah. I love these. So these are predictions about the year 2020. Like These are things that these all these different psychics have claimed, they've sworn by that would exist or that we would be doing by the year 2020. Okay. Which is tomorrow. And when when were these predictions made? Um, They're all made at different... Different uh, times? Yeah, at different times. Okay. So let's see. So this first one was made in uh, 1911 by a surgeon. Okay. And he predicted that by the year 2020 that human feet will just be comprised of one big toe. (laughs) We will have evolved to the point... That we don't need toes? That we don't need toes. Just one, like your foot is just one giant. Just one giant creepy toe. toe. Ew. That's kind of gross. With like, would the Does it nail have a big be? Toenail? Yeah. I don't know. Would the toenail be that big? I don't know if it would be that big. That'd be. That seems. That's gross. gross. Like a half a, like, like a cup and so, like a saucer. A like saucer sized toenail. toenail. I mean, how would you even trim that? It'd be so thick at that point. I mean, you'd have to have like industrial size, like you know how they make jumbo scissors for like ribbon cutting ceremonies. They'd have to get those. But yeah, but then like if toenails. you trimmed it wrong and you cut yourself, that would really be bad. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I don't like that. All right, well, uh, turns out didn't happen. That didn't happen. In 1994, there was, um, let's see, a professor predicted that by 2020 we would have ape chauffeurs. That everyone would have their own. <laughs> I know you'd be Not super robots. bummed about that one. We'd train apes to be our chauffeurs. Yes. 
So, <laughs> when was this prediction? Uh, that's this was in 1994. What? But what, I mean, what? also realize that that was 26 years create ago. Create this, this group of monkeys that would be mm-hmm. apes that would be driving us around. We would have ape chauffeurs. Yep. <laughs> I, I will. Be would, all yeah. For so that. by the year, not only ape chauffeurs, but that there would actually be existing animal employees for anybody who wanted them. I. As long as they're uh, treated well, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Well, hello, Mr. Togglesworth. <laughs> Thank you for picking me up today. All right, so the co-writer um, of the screenplay for 2001 A Space Odyssey, Arthur C. Clarke, predicted in 1966 that by 2020 we would live in flying houses that you could relocate from one place to another. I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> it would be. Just and be also like, yep, those flying houses them. would be cleaned by hoses. They'd have built-in... Hoses inside of the houses to, and Chuck Palahniuk's Fugitives and Re- Refugees. There was a, uh, there's a chapter about a book in Portland that used to be the self cleaning house that kind of sounds exactly like that, where it could like wash itself from the inside out. Hmm. I mean, that's entirely pot. I mean, you couldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, there. That's just basically you make a like a stainless steel house or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that was put something some drains in the floor. And... So that that's not too far. We I mean, have Roombas that are self cleaning. Hmm. Our appliances are self-cleaning. Yeah. All right. So in 1951, um, popular mechanics predicted that we would uh, everyone would have a personal helicopter. See, now that's where it gets into the bullshit. Like, uh, that's what I want. I want my own personal helicopter. I was promised laser be- laser guns. Hoverboards. Hoverboards. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, flying car. These are the things that I want, that I demand. All right, so this guy, this next one, so this guy's name Demand. is John Watkins Jr. He was uh, the curator of mechanical technology at the Smithsonian Institute, uh, okay. and he made a, a guess about the 21st century, saying that extraneous letters in the alphabet would be gone by 2020, saying that there would be no C, X, or Q in the alphabet because they would be deemed unnecessary. What, you just play, replace C with K? Uh, no, you just take them out. I don't know. I mean, yeah, but you'd have to replace C with a K. I suppose you could for a lot of things. There's definitely words that wouldn't work, though. X, yeah. Okay, all right, I'm for it. All right, uh, in 1985, predicted that uh, everyone would have telepathy and uh, teleportation. Who? When was that predicted? Uh, 1985. Yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome. I want telepathy. I mean, I can read minds. Uh, this is the I've one that I think is the, the show. most accurate. I read your mind before. You're live on the show. I did. Oh, with that actor? No, when I read your mind on this show. What did you read my mind with? I read your mind with both a shape and a color. What shape am I thinking of? Triangle. No, circle. What number am I thinking of? Three. 44. All right. In 1966, Time Magazine reported- You're lying. No, I'm not. It was a circle and 44. I'm not going to lie about that. If you were right- I I was right on a previous episode. You didn't give me Um, much chance to really think about it, and I haven't had enough coffee to really institute my All right, I'm thinking of a shape. All right. I'm picturing it. Hexagon. Nope, it's a rectangle. That's close enough. That is not close. That is not close at all. All right, so this one I think is the most accurate from 1966. Time Magazine said that by the year 2020 that nobody will work and everybody will be rich. Well, yeah. That didn't quite work out. Uh, 1959, it was predicted by 2020, mail would be sent via rocket ships. Um, 
Yeah, well, I mean, why? Why? I guess. I I don't know. Yeah, I think email just kind of ruined that. I know. I think so. It made it a lot easier. All right, also by 2020, it, it was predicted that in, uh, let's see, in 1939, in an issue of British Vogue, a psychic predicted that by 2020, we will be wearing antenna hats and disposable socks. Are antenna hats like our headphones? Our telephones. I mean, our telephones are pretty much everything. Your mobile device. Mm-hmm. That's an antenna. That's not too far off. Disposable socks. I mean, what? What, you just like wear them once and throw them away? Oh, wouldn't that be the I'm life? all for it. Oh, my God. I, I would be for that. A I brand hope new one pair day of socks to be day. wealthy enough to be able to just wear one. And I'll give them to charity. Yeah. They're only a lightly used one-time you socks. Know. What? You wash the- I buy stuff at thrift stores all the time. Here you are. Wear my pair of socks. I refuse to wear them again. I mean, it does sound kind of pretentious. I mean, it does, but, I mean, everyone gets socks in the end. I do. I would like new socks all the I mean, time. that's 365 pairs of donated socks, unless I have to change them, like, twice in a day, you know. Sometimes there are God, issues. how many socks are you going through, you monster? Sometimes, like, I'll, I'll go for a walk or something and then want to and then take a shower. Like, if it's a two-shower day, you don't change back into your old socks. Why not? If they're not sweaty, just wear them again. I just keep wearing them. I do. Should I not do that? Do you feel that same way about underwear? Oh, what do you mean? No. Like wearing it like the next day? No. I don't do that. Wait, so if you take a shower, then you'll wear the same socks again? It was like a midday shower? What have I done? I don't know. Why are you taking a midday shower? I don't know. I took I took a an extra shower yesterday because I've been like fighting a cold. So, wow, I'm getting some real comments here. You never put dirty socks back on. If I Dirty, know, but I mean, I was just wearing them like it's still the same day. This, let me tell you this. If I know that I've taken a shower dirty. in the morning and I know that I'm going to have to retake another shower, I always wear like a lesser pair of socks the first part of the day because I know they're just wasted because I'm only wearing them for a few well, hours. look at you all sock rich. Some of us don't have that many pairs of socks. Huh. Socks are very important. In 1937, Nikola Tesla predicted that by 2020, I'm so tired of saying 2020, but I'm just trying to get used to it, everyone will have stopped drinking coffee and tea. Yeah, that didn't work out. I need some coffee. Yeah, you do. I made some. Um, Ew, gross. In 1947, it was predicted that there would be blood banks for teeth. (laughs) So they're tooth banks. Oh, so this kind of makes sense if you read about it a little bit longer. Into the pile will go artificial dentures, bridges, plates, partial plates. All men and women of whatever age will be able to have human teeth embedded inside of their gums until the day they die. All right, well, not yeah. that much. You can but I mean, do that. Yeah. yeah, you can embed but they, new So teeth. teeth would be available for everybody. I mean, they're not human teeth. They're artificial teeth, but still, mm, yeah. All right, it's also predicted all, of peop- all people would be vegetarians. That's not true. Eating would not be um, necessary. We would have robots as therapists. Wait, eating would not be necessary? That's the prediction comes uh, 15 years, just from 15 years ago, by futurist and computer scientist Ray Kurzweil. He wrote uh, in 2005, the singularity is near when humans transcend biology, but that by the 2020s, there will be nanobots capable of entering the bloodstream to feed cells and extract waste. Um there are nanobots that, as that a result, they are working on that render, can go into your bloodstream. They'll render food consumption as we know it obsolete. I, yeah, I don't Is see how that Is this already works. true? That we'll have what? robots as therapists? Um, I yeah, figure, I, what kind of therapy are we talking about? Like talking to therapists? Yeah, they're working on that. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah that's that's something actually I uh, I mean it depends on how you want to talk about it, but I just tried out a virtual reality system that's set up just for de-stressing and it's got like a brain monitor on it. So it monitors your brain waves and then you watch like this weird um, like scenes with the uh, with the VR glasses and then you control it with your brain waves. Like one was like a bank of a river and it was snowy on the bank and I could make it sn- if I made it snow like based based on my brain waves it was like calming me down. It was this weird. This is like opposite of calming me down. You're stressing me out trying to describe this. It w- it worked. It was really calming. All right. Well, then you definitely because it shows you your brain waves. That is like the opposite of calming to me. Are you kidding me? Like yeah, when I had it shows you them. You when see I had them a on Fitbit the screen and it tracks your sleeping. I couldn't sleep because I was just thinking about it tracking it. Yeah. No. This you. That is you, the opposite you of calming. Put on the VR glasses. You got like headphones, or it has sound with it, and then there's this like calming woman that tells you what to do, and then you have this other band that tracks your brain waves, and yeah, this, there's different scenarios. And then there's also ones where it tries to stress you out and it shows you stressful situations and you have to calm yourself down. Like one of them is walking on a plank. That's life. Like out in front of a Why waterfall. would you put yourself through that? Because then you, you learn. You go through stressful situations. then you learn. Because the whole thing is to, so you learn no how to calm yourself. wonder you like this. This is your breaking down to build you back up. It teaches you how to calm, calm yourself in stressful situations. Because then you calm and you can see your brainwaves like. Ooh. That's called human existence. Well, yeah, but it's learning how to cope with it. I don't want to put myself into traumatic situations just so I can figure out how I'm going to cope with it. You cope with it when you cope with it. But then you calm yourself. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to talk to you anymore. The, you see your brain. Waves. Okay. And finally, uh, the last prediction uh, has been in yeah in the early 2000s. I can't remember who was this. Um, Dave Evans, who's a chief futurist for Cisco Visual Networking, uh, predicted that there would be no need for futurists to predict the future because everybody would be able to predict the future. So there you have it. Okay. That was in uh, 2012 that he said that. There would be no need to predict the future because we'd all Because we would all know how the future is going to end. That's kind of weird. Yeah, that's kind of daunting. I also want time travel and holodecks. Holodecks, we're getting closer. Like Star Trek holodecks? Yeah. Okay. I mean, VR is getting there. There's haptic suits and... Can you stop with your nerd talk? We're not at DT right now. Wow. Wow. Tell me more about your non-relaxing, relaxing. relaxing. (laughs) You go talk with your tech nerds down there. Over here, we talk about Witch Mountain and (laughs) about the world of crazy. The hunting groups. Hey, Sheriff, (laughs) what you going to do? Chase them all the way to Witch Mountain or what? Hello, my friends. (laughs) My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Well, if if it was, you know, 2020 and X's didn't exist, I would just be Sarah Dillon. So the X wouldn't exist. Cool. Good talk. Sarah EKS. What? No. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up out of North Carolina, I got a couple back-to-back North Carolina stars. First up, a reported burglar. And a North Carolina home just turned out to be a robotic vacuum. I remember this one. A North Carolina couple. No, this happened again. This is. Oh, new. it happened again. Yes. No, don't say this. This. I'm not flashing back. Oh. No, this is a news story. Oh, okay. Wow. 
There's only so many happy stories I can do over and over again. Sound, I realize. A North Carolina couple who believed there was a burglar in their home called 911 and responding deputies quickly identified the suspect, which was a robotic vacuum. The Forsyth County Sheriff's Office reported to a 911 call in the early hours of Christmas Day from a couple who said they heard an intruder downstairs. <laughs> the couple hid in their closet. Well... <laughs> They, hid, they both hid in the closet until deputies arrived to search the home. Deputies soon found the cause of the sounds heard by the couple, their Roomba. <laughs> Homeowner Thomas Milam said he and his partner only had the robotic vacuum, which they named Harry, for three days. <laughs> Milam says Harry's it's better name. safe than sorry because having heard what we did, I still would have called the police because you just never know. Well, the Washington County Sheriff's Office in Oregon responded to a similar incident earlier this year in April when a woman was called to report a burglar had locked himself in her bathroom. The woman told deputies she could see movement under the door. I do remember this now. Yeah. Of the locked bathroom. Sheriff's office uh, said deputies were forced to open the door with their guns drawn in the Oregon um, situation. They could hear the rustling in the bathroom. They made several announcements, and the rustling became more frequent. We breached the bathroom door and encountered a very thoroughly vacuuming uh, job being done by a Roomba robotic vacuum cleaner. That's my story. There's going to be Roombas and robotic vacuums with cameras on them now. I want a Roomba. No, but then I'd be afraid it would eat something. Like, I'd drop earrings I want one for stuff. in here. Well, yeah, we need one for in here. Okay. What, are you going to get one? Maybe. Yeah, we need one for in here. That would be awesome. North Carolina. North Carolina story number two. Thought of Greg for this. A North Carolina couple have unveiled their newest Airbnb offering, which is an underground hobbit home inspired by Lord of the Rings. Okay. It's a Lord of the Rings hobbit home that you can stay at Airbnb in North Carolina. Yes. Mike and Caroline Parrish who uh, offer unusual Airbnb cabin experiences with their already existing tree houses of Serenity properties, have their newest structure on their property, which is a Shire-style Lord of the Rings Airbnb that is 90% underground. I don't know why I'm doing this accent. Can I just yeah, go with it? Yeah, you really it feels are natural. It just feels natural. Okay. So it's an 800-square-foot dwelling featuring round doors, a bedroom, a bathroom, and a kitchen for guests. Um, Mike Parrish, who created this, says, I've always been a Lord of the Rings fan. I'm not just a casual fan. I'm a huge fan. The structure was constructed by Black Mountain Builders with a round wooden door crafted by local woodworker John Fenwick. Oh, John. Uh, Parrish says, we're coming up with what we hope will be the coolest hobbit home on the East Coast. Well, if you're interested in staying there, Parrish said the hobbit house is expected to be available on Airbnb in early 2020. A 1962 uh, ban on throwing snowballs in Wisconsin might be being overturned for the first time in 57 years. This is in Wausau. Wausau? Wausau. Wausau. For decades, those who have participated in snowball fights in a Wisconsin city have risked getting in trouble with the law. But this may be about to change. Yes, they may indeed throw out this law that bans people throwing snowballs. Well, a 1962 ban on throwing projectiles in oh, Wisconsin City lumps snowballs into the same category as rocks and other items that can cause serious harm. However, no. city council is now saying that negative national attention over the rarely used snowball ordinance has raised questions about whether or not they should take snowballs 
off the naughty list. Oh God, I didn't write that. Maybe it's worth giving a look to see if the list could be amended to mitigate that odd news story that keeps coming up like a bad penny every year. Like a bad penny? That's what, what does that mean? That's what City Council President Lisa Rasmussen of Russell, Wisconsin says. It's kept What's turning, a bad penny? Turning up like a bad penny? You've never heard that? Bad pe- that's unlucky. Turning up like a bad penny. I thought we knew all of our old-timey phrases. I'm looking that up right now, like a bad penny. Yeah. Turn up like a bad penny. You know what? I Maybe I did know that one, but I do not recall that one. No, they always keep coming around. Turn up like a bad penny. All right, so it looks like they are going to try to overturn it. What's a bad penny? It's a it's an unlucky like penny that keeps showing penny up. That's bad, or is it actually? No, it's like like, a, like, a, like an actual penny penny. All right, here. I mean, you can still spend if it. someone you do not like keeps turning up over pennies? and over again, they always seem to appear in situations you do not want them. So it's like you showing up for the show every day. You turn up like a bad penny. All right, and finally, do you have one more story out of Gladwin County, Michigan? Which I didn't know this was Amish country, did you? I guess I don't know where Amish people live. Pennsylvania. In Michigan. That's what I thought. It's like Pennsylvania and Ohio. Well, four men, which, by the way, Greg, I need you to please do this because I'm reading the story right now. Please look at the four underage men who have been charged with underage drinking while operating a horse and buggy. Uh, Just find the picture of the four Amish. men to post in there, and I will post it along with this show because oh boy, it is they don't even look real. They're not real. They're only made of moonlight. That's another one that you did. It is. They're only made of. That was moonlight. from uh, if you've seen Gerald's Game. Spoilers. What? Is it? No, that doesn't say anything. You're fine. They're not real. You're only made of. You're not real. You're only made of moonlight. That lasted for about two months, and I it finally ended with me. I started throwing things at him. I'm not gonna say. Just Uh, that you're not real. You're not real. You're not real. You're not real. You're only made of moonlight. You're so stupid. All right, out of Gladwin County, Michigan, four men aged 19 and 20 are facing charges after police allegedly caught them operating a horse and buggy with uh, with open containers of alcohol. Well, Gladwin County Sheriff's Officer responded to reports that there were men intoxicated and tossing beer cans out of a, bovey, a buggy in the area of the Beaverton and Bard Roads in the Beaverton Township of Michigan around 9.40 p.m. this past Sunday. Well, sheriff's deputies found the buggy and another motorist identified as the group he saw. Police say the four men initially gave fake ages and refused to provide their names. While investigators later identified them as 20-year-old Levi Mast, 19-year-old Andrew Zook, uh, 20-year-old Joseph Miller, and 19-year-old Joseph Troyer. While police say that all four suspects were intoxicated with several opened and unopened containers of alcohol in the buggy. Oh, no. All four suspects have been charged with felony obstruction of justice, disorderly conduct, and received civil infractions for minors in possession of alcohol. All of them were taken to county jail and held on cash bond of $3,500. I'm assuming that... So that's, Why are the... Okay, I, granted, they're, stra- they're strange-looking gentlemen, but why are all the pictures, like, so bad? Like, the... Like, the quality of the images, I and mean, these are the ones released by the police, they're just so bad. 
Is this taken from a cell phone camera from like 2007 or something? I don't know. This is from this weekend. Why is the image quality so bad? I don't know. Maybe that's how they do it in Beaverton Township, Michigan. Okay. I mean, again, there are also drunk 19 and 20 year olds riding around in a horse and buggy. Yep. There are some things that just exist in certain places. (laughs) The only time I've ever seen somebody, an Amish person uh, in a buggy was when I was in Wisconsin. I got to see what it was really cool. It was from a distance. (laughs) Breaking news. I saw someone (laughs) in a horse and buggy. Wow, just knocked it out of the park there. There you go, that's your world of crazy. Crazy. Hey, Sheriff, what you gonna do? Chase them all the way to which mountain or what? (laughs) You are so dumb. Jesus. (laughs) You're not real. You're only made of moonlight. Moonlight. All right, Uh, real quick. What? I'm going to do some quick predictions oh. for everybody because I know a lot of people are going to be watching football tomorrow and they want to know what I think, Sarah. They, they? want to know what my predictions are. All right. Well, hurry it up. I was going to do my tech predictions, but that's too much nerd shit for Sarah. So. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, you listened to me. <laughs> Perfect. Let's go back talk with your nerds there. <laughs> Rick, I love our friend Rick in the chat says, hey, Sarah, what you going to do? Run them all the way back to Nerd Mountain? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me laugh. All right. Oh. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. So there are four big bowl games tomorrow in NCAA football. I'm going to make predictions on three of them. First up, Minnesota versus Auburn. The Auburn Tigers, the War Eagles, versus the Minnesota Golden Gophers. What? They're Golden Gophers. That's what they are. They're Minnesota Golden Gophers. That's a weird mascot. Minnesota number 18, Auburn number 12. Here's the deal. What's going to happen? This is going to be happening at 10 a.m. Pacific time. These two teams will meet on the field. Number 12, Auburn. Number 18, Minnesota. The winner is going to be the War Eagles. Auburn will win. The War Eagles versus the Golden Gophers? Well, it's the Auburn Tigers. But but I, for some reason, they call themselves War Eagle. Like It's like their chant, their yell. It's like, War Eagle. I but still don't even know. Yeah, I don't really know the history of that, to be honest. I okay. have no idea why they do that. They're from Alabama. And nothing against Alabama, but you know what I mean. All right, next up, speaking of Alabama, number 13 versus number 14, Michigan. Michigan with the drunk Amish kids. Oh, yeah. Alabama. I heard out of Beaverton Township. There's up to no good. Alabama with the Crimson Tide. That is also taking place at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Alabama, sir. Shrimp Just boats. continue. Gumbo. Greenbow. Bubba. The winner will be Alabama. Alabama Crimson Tide shall win versus the Michigan Wolverines. And uh, then Oregon and Wisconsin are playing. Not going to predict that one. Next one, Georgia and Baylor. Georgia number five, Baylor number seven. Here's the thing. The winner is going to be against these Baylor Bears and these Georgia Bulldogs. Bulldogs, Bears, Bears, Bulldogs. The winner will be the Bulldogs. Oh, my God. Can I get a Bulldog for number one? Bulldogs will win. like you were doing a Dwight Schrute thing for a second there. Georgia will win. So there we go. I just uh, settled three of those games, so you don't need to watch those tomorrow, but you can watch the Oregon-Wisconsin one. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Awesome. Uh, Did you see Courtney in the chat posted their son's going to the Rose Bowl tomorrow? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Her husband and her son. Um, Also, speaking of Courtney, we have something that we need to say. 
we have a little bit of a celebration we need to acknowledge. A celebration? Sounder, if you will, on this show, because apparently there was a birthday. That you forgot? Jesus, Greg. On Sunday that Sarah didn't want to announce. Stop dropping the ball, Greg. But um, I am saving the day and saying, no, Sarah, we're not skipping this one. We're going to say happy birthday to Courtney. Well, so, it's important to me to say happy birthday to Courtney. She's it is now friend. because you got caught. She's my friend. Not yours. Because you got caught. No. Happiest of birthdays, Courtney. I'm so sorry. Greg has been like trying to make me not say it. Happy birthday, Courtney. Happy birthday to you. Don't let Sarah you. bring you down. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about it for the year of 2019. I think that's all for the year, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, I'll see you. I'll see you next year. I just realized I've got a I've got some more filming I've got to do this afternoon, but I'm getting a haircut first and I ate a tuna sandwich for lunch. Ew. It's not going to be a good. So you smell like hot tuna. Okay, you give me a haircut, please. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. That's not good. Hi there. Can you cut my hair for me, please? Yeah, that's not good at all. No. Just buy some gum or something. Oh, I think I have some gum. Please, please let me have some gum. Okay, no, I will actually help you in this because... Otherwise, I'll just, just say your stinky. name. All right, well, everyone who's going out tonight, be safe, be happy, be, be healthy. Careful. Be careful. Yes, Don't be drink and drive. Careful. Don't get yeah, just have fun. And we are so excited to talk to you all Yeah. in the new year. No, then you got to stop doing that. Send us an email, funemploymentradio.gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-91. Keelan, how the fuck is your tuna sandwich affecting your haircut? Are you kissing your barber? (laughs) (laughs) No, but you don't want to have, like, bad breath. No, but you breathe, yeah. No, because then they're really close when they're clipping your hair, and you have to, like, hold your breath. And she's going to be like, whoa. And it's, like, like, leaking out of your mouth. Oh, gross. It's not leaking out of my mouth. The hot smell. Stop it. Ew. I'm going to be so self-conscious. <laughs> I know. You should. All right. Love you all so much. So no show tomorrow, but back on Thursday. Back on Thursday back and on Friday. The second. Next week, Sarah takes over. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you <laughs> next year with more Fun Employment Radio. Move up into hunting groups. Hey, Sheriff. Right. What you going to do? Chase them all the way to which mountain or what? Yeah. Oh, God. You're so <laughs> tough.